When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings, 8 to 9.30, or anytime you like as a podcast on the Tom Bernard app at TomBernardShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, wherever you get them. That's all we have to say is wherever you get them. That's the ticket right there. Um, got up this morning, kind of sat around for a couple of minutes, then I went for my walk. And while on my walk, something occurred to me, because I was thinking about all these things uh, going on in the world again with this this deal, and you know, Dean Phillips has scored pretty well in in uh, New Hampshire. Um, but I was thinking about this, that, and the other thing, and what happened to the world. And something occurred to me, and I want to run this by you guys and the, and the audience. And I'd love to hear the audience response. You can just text us or whatever you do want to do. Um, so I have a question for you. Because uh, I've come to a, a decision on what is wrong with the world now. I really have. Um, do you know anyone else that has a friend like Mike Gelfand and another good friend like Mike Lindell? Can oh, you no. even imagine somebody else liking? I love Gelfand. I love Mike Lindell. They're two completely different people. I don't agree 100% with either one of them. But how is that possible that, I was thinking the whole walk, how is it possible that I could like somebody way left, and Gelfand is way left, and Mike Lindell, as you know, is way right, no question about it. How do I like them both? And it occurred to me, my relationships with them, you, with everybody else, are not about me. They're about me and the way I react to you. I -hmm. react to my friends, that's why they become my friends. Mike Gelfand, as I said, you couldn't be any further left than he is, but I adore that man. He's a very smart guy. He's a good man. He's got a good heart. Mm-hmm. Mike Lindell, he gives and gives and gives. He's got very strict, just like Gelfand on the left. On the right, Mike Lindell has some pretty severe beliefs. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to throw someone aside because they have severe beliefs either to the right or the left. I can deal with it. I think the problem we have in the world right now is selfishness. Everything's got to be about me, 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 or else I'm not going to put up with it. That's how they talk these people into to being so severe in their politics. It, it, there's no question to me about that. That's just what they do. Does that make sense to you, that the fact, the fact that literally my relationships are not, yes, I, partly about me because I'm involved in them, but I like the person as a person. I, you don't have to believe what I believe for me to like you. I don't give a rat's ass if you don't believe what I believe to tell you the truth. Um, it, it just doesn't matter to me. But 
we have been taught in our public school system, in our colleges, you are the most important thing on earth. It's all about you, and you go out and get whatever is your due, and you, you, it's all about, it's not all about you. The only reason you believe in politics as strongly as you do, and I'm talking about these psychotics that go in their direction, is because it is all about you. It's not about anybody else. It's what I need and what I want, and this is the person that's going to bring it to me because it's all about me. Why did we get that way? I, I, when did we get so incredibly selfish? Or does it come and go in history? I suppose it does. Yeah, it probably comes and goes. And a lot of it, too, I think is you know, people want to feel like my area, my bubble is a safe space and anything that might upset me, I don't want to have to deal with. So that's when you get people that maybe are one extreme, like a Gelfand or a Mike Lindell. People will be like, you know, nope, you're gone. I don't associate with you because right. you said one thing that I don't agree with. And that means I can't ever be seen with you or converse with you ever. So it's, I don't know, people are... On the, when they're on the extremes like that, I don't know. It's like just be more open-minded because you're more yeah. likely to get things done. They're good people. Both mm -hmm. of them are really good people that give and give and give. And mostly what Gelfand gives is me shit. But other than that, you know. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like no. a headache or something like that. <laughs> a headache, that too. There's no question about it. But, but I was just thinking about that the whole time. I was out there for about an hour. And I thought, we need to get away from being the most selfish world. It's not just the United States either. It's all over the world. We are mm. selfish as hell. Why? Because we've been taught to be selfish. Because they, some of these educators, they actually believe that you, it's all about you. No, it's not all about you. It's not all about me, you, anybody else. And you brought up a great point, Tevin, uh, right on the money. One of the reasons I think I can be the way that I am, because I think I had, well, I got hit in the head with a bat when I was 11, so I think it did some brain damage. Knock something <laughs> loose, for sure. Yeah. Knock something loose, there's no question about that. Maybe the reason I can feel that way is I am not afraid of anyone. You guys have been around yeah. me long enough. You know, I am not afraid of anyone or anything, whether it's intellectually or physically or whatever. I have no fear of anyone. Yeah. Well, unless you got a big gun, then it's, I'm not wild about that. And your like, entire life, you've been kind of a moderator, interviewer, where you don't care who yeah. the person is. You're trying to get to their story, kind of get to know them, let your audience get to know them, where people can make their own assumptions. And so you're more likely to be you know, understanding and be able to have a conversation with two people on far extremes because you're used to kind of being in the middle and being the one asking the questions and yeah, I suppose that is true. Yeah, that be, is very, very true. Being in that like chair, like Tevin mm -hmm. said, you, you have to have an open mind too. Otherwise, you get the same yeah. string of guests for your show for you know your long career, and it's just like, well, you know, it's it's the same vanilla flavor, mm -hmm. but it's just a different brand. First, it's Edie's, then we're gonna go with like Ben and Jerry's, blah <laughs> right, blah. blah. Right, and people are like, exactly. this is different, but it's also the same. So yep. you have to have that wide range of stuff, and you can't do that unless you're kind of open minded to listening and hearing what they have to say. You don't always have to agree yep, with it right. because everybody's right. got their own beliefs. Right. But yep. it, it's about letting other people say their opinion and talking and, like, hearing them out rather than mm. they get four sentences. And, well, let me stop you right there, okay? Tevin, let me stop you right there <laughs> before you say something I don't like, yeah. Right. Well, I'll give you an example because we've got to get to, to sports, I know, here. But I'll give you an yeah. example of, of, you know, what I'm kind of talking about. It, it just – we go along and we have our conversations. Uh, they I don't, I don't think – Anybody on the show has ever started yelling at anybody else about their opinion. Our opinions are going to differ. There's no question about that. I just think, honest to God, we have got to stop thinking 
it's all about me, more me now. Yes, you have to protect yourself. I understand that. I have no problem with that. But I think if we could, if we're going to ever move away from severe people being at the head of the table, we're going to have to understand it's not about all about, yeah, partly it's about you and me and all the rest of it. But uh, the, the point that struck me the most is, is there anybody else on earth that would be friends with both Mike Gelfand and Mike Lindell? Probably not, <laughs> but I think the world of both of them because I've watched them be very sweet people, very giving people, uh, loving people, you know. So, hey, that's all I need. You're going to be a good person to other people. Um, you're, you're good by me. So I don't give a rat's ass what party you're in, what you believe. You by yourself cannot get anyone elected, so I don't think you're all that dangerous. Oh, yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. So stop thinking about yourself first. I know you've been taught to think about yourself first and then everybody else, you need to get away from that. It's destroying the earth. It really is. Me, 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 me. It's all about me. Shut up. Do your job. Get the hell out of the way and let's have some fun. Right? Right. Yeah. You like that idea, though? I mean, do you, you, guys, you guys see what I'm saying? Oh, absolutely. That, and I like the have fun part because it's right. going to be a fun show today. Absolutely. I don't know. You guys are on it. This so it can't be that great. Well, yeah, the, but we have Phil and Chris and Bob to make up for all of them. <laughs> well, the, this is the only the, the, this opening segment is the only time where it's just us two with you. So mm-hmm. from here on out, there's going to be an additional voice. So Tevin and I can kind of take a step back. Yeah. So that. So that's you're just going to lay back and here it is. Right here, here. Uh, yeah. It's a good show, man. I actually you're have a cardboard man. cutout that I'm going to put up in place of myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and I'm going to close with this. This is what I'm saying. Think about this. Okay. First of all, number one thing, it's not all about you. I know you've been taught in school that it is all about you, but it is not all about you. And the other thing is when you go after somebody hard and harm them, you're harming their husband, their wife, their children, their grandchildren. You really want to do that to people who are completely innocent? Do you really want to do that? I don't think you do. We'll take a break. Be right back. And I'd love to hear everybody's opinion on this, what they think of the idea that it's time for us to be more giving and understanding instead of me, 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 me. That's all I'm saying. Hey, it's a new year. Why not treat yourself to a new gun from KNL Surplus and Ammo? I personally know Jim, the owner. He's been in the firearms business for over 15 years and knows how to set you up with the perfect firearm for your needs. KNL offers one of the widest selections of firearms in the region, including Beretta shotguns and Tika rifles. High school trap teams are starting to form now, and KNL has a great selection of SKB shotguns. KNL has Tika and SKB in both right and left hand models, which is a great idea. KNL also has a broad range of ammunition, including both American and European calibers. If you have a collection of guns that you'd like to sell, call Jim at KNL so he can help you get the best price through his network. KNL Surplus and Ammo is on Lake Drive in Lina Lakes and open Tuesday through Saturday. You can also visit them online at www.klgunstore.com. Jim Paul of Valley Buick GMC has a mutiny on his hands. His sales crew said they've had it brooming snow off the new Buicks and GMCs, then warmed them up, moved them to plow, and reparked them again. He even overheard them cooking up an alternative plan, a sale. This is crazy. Why don't we just mark them down and sell them? This is getting real old to be out on that lot in this sub-zero weather. That's right. Everyone we sell is one less to broom. I heard we're supposed to get six more inches tomorrow. I'm 5'6". How am I supposed to get the snow off the roof of a pickup? I'm Jim Paul, and while car dealers do have all kinds of crazy sales, this idea probably makes more sense than most. There's plenty of inventory, so okay. The crew has decided. Yeah! Yeah, Now we're talking fun! 
So then it's official. The We Don't Want to Broom Snow Sale is in full force at Valley Buick GMC in Apple Valley and Hastings. Snowy inventory priced real right at valleycardealers.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Mike Lendell and my pillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. So two, yeah, thank you. Two, thank you. They're having an overstock clearance and new product sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code TOM and you get free shipping on your entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0. Also get 50% off the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Six-pack towel sets for only $29.98. Take advantage of the free shipping on larger items such as mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more. To get the best specials ever, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-516-5146. Use promo code TOM and you get free shipping on your entire order. So call 800-516-5146 or go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code TOM. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to talk about all the fantastic sports teams we have at the high school, college, and professional level in the state of Minnesota. Look yes, that, we're done. let's talk about uh, Holy Angels. We'll talk about <laughs> there you go. I like Creighton it. Durham Hall. Yes. Yeah, worth <laughs> a few athletes to come out of those schools. There's no doubt about that. Well, actually, I was, so uh, AJ and I were actually both at the Twins Diamond Awards last night Ooh. at the, uh, the Armory downtown Minneapolis. And they weren't mm-hmm. celebrating high school players as much, but they were celebrating Twins players, minor league players. I will say uh, the night peaked when I showed top Twins prospect Brooks Lee where the men's room was. Oh, there so you if go. You're wondering, it takes a village to develop baseball prospects, and I wanted to play my small part. <laughs> and to give Phil his credit, there was no hesitation. He was quick and precise with his movements. You're going to go up and to the left. There was, you know, It was like air traffic control, just a master at work. Yeah, just uh, down that way, about 50 feet to the right, you'll see a sign, and uh, don't dribble on your shoes, right? Okay, I have a question. <laughs> Does Brooks Lee play third base? So he is uh, he's a shortstop by trade, right. which means at some point you could easily move him to second base or third base, most right. likely. Right, and the reason I ask that, will he use, if Brooks Lee goes to third base, will he use the cone like the original Brooks, Brooks Robinson? Well, you know. So he uh? t- Tom, he told the story last night. So he was he was really? named Twins Minor League Hitter of the Year, mm-hmm. and uh, and he said his, his so he he was initially going to be named Brock, because, oh. after Lou Brock. Sure, but then uh, he I think he uh, correctly pointed out that Broccoli would be kind of a weird name. <laughs> and so he was named after his dad's that. second favorite baseball player, Brooks Robinson. Sure. He is named after Brooks Robinson. No pressure, kid. <laughs> no, not at all. Uh, Brooks Robinson may be the best third baseman in the history of baseball. But he used a thing called the cone method that worked really, really well. By the way, did you ever get to meet Brooks Robinson? I've No, I've never met Brooks Robinson. Great guy. He was on the show a couple of times. Just a really, really good guy. Would, Legend, just, man. Just who he's who you would hope he would be. Yeah. Now, and, and, and that's not always the case with athletes, as oh, we've no, talked no. about before. No, what what, no, per, what no. percentage of people in sports that you know that fans idolize are actually as nice as you hope them to be? 
20, 25? I will go with 20 to 25. That's interesting. While you were about to say, I was thinking, well, something 20, 25. And then you went, what, 20, 25? Like, yeah. that must be the number because we were both thinking it. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> somewhere, somewhere right in there. <laughs> yeah, it's about probably. And th- that's pretty much human beings. When I go for a walk, every morning I go for a, a walk, and then I do one in the afternoon and one in the evening. I do a lot of walking because I think a lot and all the rest of it. Same thing. About 20% of the people are very nice. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. How are you? Have a good day. Half of them will try to avoid talking to you, but if you make eye contact, they will say good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. And then about 20 to 25% of them, you could look them in the eye and go, how are you doing? You having a great day? They would pretend they couldn't hear you. So it sounds like... when you're on a walk, are you are you seeking out the interaction? Or are you waiting for them? Are you kind of gauging? Are they making eye contact with me? Or are you just are you seeking that interaction no matter what? That came up yesterday in a way. It's interesting you bring that up because it came up yesterday. Because um, you know I I move around a lot. I go this. I got to go to this state. Then I go to here. Then I go there. Then I go to Minnesota. Then I go to Florida. And then I go to New York. And I, you know, I so I move around a lot. But Catherine said. Why does everyone in this building know who you are? And I said, I have no idea. Mm. She said, well, but they all know you. They all say, Tom, how are you doing? How's everything? I, I don't know I'm doing it, but I apparently engage with everyone. And if they don't want to engage with me, I let it go. But I think it's a safety issue from all the way back when I was a kid. I, it doesn't feel like that anymore. It yeah. feels very comfortable and nice. But I think I engage people by looking them straight in the eye just to see if, there are any, if there's any danger there. I had to do that as a little kid, so that's, I think, and it turned from a danger thing into, hey, how you doing? Have a great day. Yeah, so you're kind of reading, you're reading people on the fly. Is yes, what you're to do. Yeah. so they all know who I am because apparently making eye contact, I don't <laughs> stare at people or anything like that, don't get me wrong. <laughs> Tilting his head. with his, Tom hasn't blinked in about five minutes. Why yeah. is he staring at me? You should ask <laughs> Judd, by the way, about this. Judd, uh, Judd famous for... If he's in a grocery store, for instance, and he runs into a coworker, an acquaintance, or mm-hmm. uh, we've even asked him, like, what if you run into one of your bosses? You know, he will he will dive into the next grocery store aisle so he can, <laughs> really? he can avoid the human interaction. Yeah. Very well, sociopathic behavior. Yeah, but he's really good on the show. Oh, on the show, on the show, Judd versus out in the wilderness, right. Judd. <laughs> Two very different entities. He's getting it first thing Tuesday morning. That's all I know. I'm gonna pretend, I'm gonna do the show like this. Yeah, Judd, yeah. how are you doing? How's everything going? I just want to know where Judd shops. Like, where does he grocery shop? So I can just start going there every day. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> I'll tell you. I know. I know the exact grocery store he goes Ooh, to. Perfect. I don't want to say it on the show because now you're gonna now you're gonna get you know, hundreds of people. I'm sure showing up to try and bother Judd. The other thing from last night's Diamond Awards. Uh, this is the first time I had been at the Diamond Awards in probably five years. And it's really, mm-hmm. it's the, the, the twins do this. It's 19 years uh, running, and it's just their sort of, it's their formal gathering to celebrate the organization, to raise money for charity. Uh, last night, the cause was raise money to knock out Parkinson's, which is, which is oh, a great cause. But, um, you know, I hadn't seen some of these twins people in four or five years. And I've, I've built some really good relationships over the past covering the twins as a beat sure. writer. We used to have the twins radio rights and I would do, you know, the Terry Ryan show on the weekends and stuff. And the first person I run into when I walk inside the armory last night was Joe Polad. Oh, the next, okay. the, the next, sure. the third generation Polad owner. And now Joe and I, 
used to have a great relationship, have not spoken a lot, not because we had a falling out. We just haven't really right. been in contact the last right. five or six years. But over the last five or six years, the Twins have been somewhat disappointing up until last year, right? They haven't won a playoff game. Series. So we've been really right. critical on our radio shows and podcasts. Mm -hmm. And I guess my, my question to you is, how many times in your life do you engage with someone or re-engage with someone and you're not sure if they hate your guts or if they're happy to see you? Oh, it happens once in a while <laughs> in my life. I will that's be what I mean. Joe and I make eye contact and we both go for the handshake. And I'm thinking, is he going to break my arm right now because of the things I've said about the twins over the last five years? Uh, and, and he said, hey, I like your podcast. I there like you your go. podcast. See? Uh, he goes, you know, we pretty much make all of our decisions internally based on what you guys tell us to do on your podcast. I said, I said that's, that's a fair, facetious point, Joe. <laughs> facetious, <laughs> but fair. That's yep. true. It's a fair point. I see where you're coming from. I will tell you this. It's interesting that you bring that up because Bob Polad and I used to get along really, really well. Mm -hmm. He invited me to come sit with him uh, in the outer right field, watch a game. I think he had one of his children with him, all the rest of it. Very, very nice. Got along with Bob. I really liked Bob a lot. And then one of the people on the show, our street guy, without asking me, without telling me, walks up and knocks on Carl's front door and says to him, now, of course, Bob thinks I knew all about this. I knew nothing about this because it oh. would have never happened because it was way over the top. He knocks on the door. Uh, I think... Carl's wife, Bob's mother, answered the door, and this asshole says to her, uh, I'm here to get some measurements. She goes, measurements of what? Uh, your husband, in case he dies, we want to make sure that the... Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh. So Bob thinks that I did that. I had nothing to do with that. I didn't know he was going to do that. If I knew he was going to do that, it would have never happened. But you lose friendships like that because of what other people... And that guy ended up in prison, by the way. Uh, he, he was geez. working with Howard Stern. He left my show, got fired from the show, went and worked with Howard Stern, and I think he ended up in prison for a couple of years. What was his name again? Oh, Crazy Cabby. Cray, okay. Okay, <laughs> Crazy Cabby. <laughs> well, I think you, you've also sort of hit on just, you know, not to make this, a, like this is kind of a, a self-serving introspective segment here, but when you do this on a microphone and you do it for like three or four hours a day, you're going to mm -hmm. say things that piss people off. Yeah, But absolutely. it's not always personal. You just you have no. an opinion about something, about, you know, a, a thing that the public is interested in, and sometimes people take it more personally than it maybe needs to be. I can see this instance where, you know, one of the guys on yeah, your show horrible. is measuring someone for their casket fitting. Yeah, that's not funny in the least. And if run by me, I would have said, no, don't do that. But yeah. so if anybody knows Bob, I'm pretty sure that Bob's not listening because he used to be a big <laughs> listener. But but Bob, I had no idea that was going to happen. And I do apologize for that to this day. Uh, I wish he had run it by me because I would have went, no, let's not do that. What do you say? Because yeah. you sound like a creepy asshole for doing it anyway. <laughs> There's nothing funny about that. That's the, you know, that should be the new tagline here, the new mission statement for this show. Don't be a creepy asshole. No, I'll, well, but look, Tevin and AJ, what are they going to do? Because yeah. they're a couple, a couple of creepy that's, yeah, assholes. Yeah, that, that really ruins my whole shtick. <laughs> it's either really one does. or the other. It's either a creep yeah. or an asshole. Yeah. You, you take it. really it does. No, Phil, when you said that they were raising money, I thought maybe they were raising money so they could afford to bring some free agents in. Oh, oh yes. here we go. Bob Polad, that was Tevin. It wasn't me. That was Tevin that said that. Yeah, they were passing, they were passing a basket around. You could donate $5, $10. <laughs> Just looking for a fourth starting pitcher here. 
year <laughs> yeah, in this rotation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. Look, I mean, we're, uh, uh, what, three weeks away, not even two two to three weeks away mm-hmm. from spring training. Yeah. The early uh, elements uh, of that whole thing. It's always been one of my favorite times. Look, being a Minnesotan, you're in February. The weather sucks. But you know what? My twins are down in Florida. Uh, they're getting ready. I'm, I'm ready for them. And, you know, it, it, baseball season, spring training is very, very important to people in the northern elements because it's, it's the first sign that it's not going to be freezing like this forever. Yeah, it gives, mm. us, it gives us hope. It gives us hope. And I, I will does. say, too, and I'm going to jinx this, and February is going to be a nightmare, but we've only had, like, two snowfalls. Here. Right, and right. So Why'd you have to say you know that? You know that February, I, I, I get, we're guaranteed March to just be one straight blizzard for 30 days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty you know, much. Just popping our heads yeah. out from snowbanks, walking our dogs. I understand, yeah. and I would have to agree with you. you. Minnesotans always pay the price. There's no question. Yep. And yep. I just, I, I don't, I don't, I didn't bring up that woman that, that asked me about my Banff T-shirt, did I? Or sweatshirt? Oh, they thought think... Minnesota was Canada. Yeah, yeah. Did I mention that to you, Phil? I don't think so. I'm out for a walk and I'm wearing a Banff Canada sweatshirt, and, and the thing is way too big for me now, but I still wear it because I love Banff Canada. Uh, Banff Lake Louise is oh my God, what a pleasure! I'm walking along, and the woman goes, "Oh, you're Canadian." I said, "No, actually, I'm from Minnesota." Yeah, so Canadian. Yeah. Pr- <laughs> She literally thought, for the second time, that's the second time in my life that's happened, second time someone thought that Minnesota was in Canada. Yeah. I mean, she's not entirely wrong. We're pretty much, like, half of Minnesota is pretty much in Canada. So. <laughs> well, that's pretty true, actually. There's no question about it. But, you know, it all works out in the end. But, yeah, this is a – look, the Timberwolves came back uh, last night, correct? They ended up with They a did, yeah. They So they had – man, yeah, earlier this week, I guess it was, what, Monday night they had – I mean, I looked this up. So Carl Anthony Towns on Monday night scored 62 points. It was the 34th time in the last 30 years that someone has scored 60 points in a game. And he's done it twice, by the way. So it doesn't ha- it's funny because it happened twice on Monday. Joel Embiid scored 70 for the 76 right, right. But only five times in 30 years has someone scored that many points and lost the game. And so Chris Finch comes out, the coach, and and he just berates them in the postgame press conference. Call, he, he called it disgusting that they would Ooh. lose a game like that. Ooh. He called it immature and embarrassing. And so they did dust themselves off and win uh, back-to-back games these last couple nights right. against crappy teams. But uh, yeah, that was, man, it's been a weird week for the, for the Timberwolves. You got to win. When you're supposed to win, you got to win. That's yep. all I'm saying. There's and no they've only really that. lost like two two games that they weren't supposed to win. So it's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a step up from previous Timberwolves seasons. <laughs> well, I tell you what, everybody's very, very excited about them. A lot of people I talk to very, very excited about uh, the Timberwolves. They are a better team this year, no doubt about that. So yeah, let's, do it. let's get after it and win something. What do you say? Let's get it. Hey, who do you have? We've got 49ers and Lions. I want to know who your rooting interests are here. You got 49ers, Lions in the NFC game. I Who gotta go. For? Gotta go with the Lions just because yeah. they're you know Northern Division. Uh, don't be shaking your head, at, AJ. You're just jealous. 
if if the Lions can be as bad as they were for the past yes. like what thirty years, and then just sixty years, just like yeah, that, they they go and win a Super Bowl <laughs> all before the Vikings do. I'm gonna lose my mind. Yeah, that, but, but that should be a message to the Vikings. Hey, that, yes, that's the spin. Let's that, get going here. But they did it. It was just so long. If it was like maybe a five year, just bottom of the mm-hmm. barrel, then that's one thing. But yeah, that's the spin zone. Is that's a wake up call for the Vikings that you? It's okay to be bad. It's okay to be really bad. Just, yeah. you know. Like, I, I hate the fact that the Lions are going to potentially win a Super Bowl before the Vikings, but it, it is a good, feel-good story that you can't help but cheer for. I think the 49ers will absolutely beat the brakes off of them, but, and the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl in general, so it doesn't It really sure matter. looks like it, yeah. You agree with that, Phil? The Ravens? I've got the Ravens also winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. I am also rooting for the Lions, I think. I yeah, don't, absolutely. It, I don't. I guess I know a lot of fans think it's sacrilege to root against a or to root for a division rival. No, I, I'm concerned about the Vikings and the Vikings alone. Mm-hmm. My day is not altered if a division team wins or loses. Really, like I don't get yeah. right. I don't get like pleasure out of like my Packer fan cousins feeling pain for a week. I don't know. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. maybe I'm the sociopath. If, I don't know. If Tevin's this, like, yeah, if, this was the, if this was the Packers, I will like. I'll dance on the graves of every <laughs> Packer fan when they lose in the playoffs. The and graves, all that. Yeah, my we, God. This is a, a disdain for the Packers. <laughs> well, very harsh, ladies and gentlemen. I guess <laughs> Phil, it's Tevin, time to move that's on. But... T-E-V-I-N, that's right. Tevin. <laughs> if it kept going, if we didn't have to break and go to Chris Eggert in a minute here, it would have been... I'd like to kill everybody. Yeah, not, not, not that extreme. Not that extreme. But on, on Sundays <laughs> yeah. from noon to you know whatever the game is being played, it's a good thing we got that no, break coming up. Yeah. Okay, Phil, just take it with you. Just remember this: be nice. To, doesn't matter how far left somebody is, how far right somebody is. Be nice to everybody. Everybody, calm down. Right. And say hi to people on your walks. Yeah, yeah and they, they get pissed off at you because they have no personality and they're assholes. So don't worry about it. Right. And, and don't be a creepy asshole. Yes. Yeah, don't do that either. That, yeah. that's, that's a good way to close it out. Life advice here. You, you came for the sports, and you got the life advice instead. We'll talk to you Monday. See you guys. Thanks, Pally. We'll take a break. Be right back. Chris Eggert joining us right after this. You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Well, I hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that is a fictitious place. They made up for the song. What do you think about that action? Fortunately for the rest of us, Florida Keys Island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, and it is, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful, and they ain't kidding about that. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself, and if you want a second house or a new retirement home, let's say, or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent. When it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys, he lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eklund, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota, doesn't matter. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys new and existing homes for sale. And our Minnesotan through and through, by the way. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That is onekeywest.com. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road? 
or the child that followed. Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. Bradshaw and Bryant. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I was just thinking, by the way, I was th- talking about Sotheby's live ad there and uh, reading that to you. And I'm going to be down there, I think, a month from today. As a matter of fact, have a little dinner with them down there. Have a good time. I love Key West anyway, but I also love Sioux Falls. We're thinking about maybe buying a cabin in Sioux Falls, Catherine and I. Every new year is a chance for a fresh start, and the most profitable start you can make in 2024 is to take advantage of the business opportunities in Sioux Falls. Make 2024 your year to discover the benefits of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're here from Minnesota companies. We're hearing from them uh, considering expanding or relocating to the Sioux Falls area. Minnesota business people are excited about our short commutes, safe streets, and quality of life excellence. We've got the details at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. That's SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. In Sioux Falls, you'll discover a friendly, pro-business attitude along with a productive, growing workforce, no personal or corporate sales income tax, low workers' comp rates, and a lot less red tape. We've got great people, affordable buildings, sites ready and waiting for your expansion plans. It's an easy decision once you look at the advantages. 2024 is the time, the time, to make your move to Sioux Falls. Visit SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. You're listening to the Tom Bernard Podcast. And now, ladies and gentlemen, the very talented Chris Eggert. Chris Eggert. Channel 5's Chris Eggert is brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. What's happening, homie? Nothing. How are you guys? Magnificent. Just had a wonderful morning. Went out for a walk. Came to some wonderful decisions in life. You know. Yeah, like it was a good contemplative walk. It was. There was no question. Oh, well, I, I'll just give you an example very quickly. Uh, I adore Mike Gelfand. There is nobody further left than Mike Gelfand. And I adore Mike Lindell. There is nobody further right than Mike Lindell. So I don't see this, oh, my God, he's too far left, he's too far right. Look, I really, both Mikes, I really adore both of them. They're great people. And I, I was thinking, why is it that, how is it that I can have be friends, such close friends with two people who are completely different? And I realized, because it's not about me, you know, it's about who they are and I enjoy their company. I just, I really wish people would get off of this. You have to agree with everything I say or you're not my friend. Like settle down, relax, right? Well, I- uh, well, I mean, I think that comes down to, like, at what level of seriousness do you take 
Yeah. And that's not to say that the issues facing the United States aren't huge. And I get sure. why there's sure. a chasm between, you know, the left and the right. But on the other hand, as we talked about before, uh, being pissed off and angry about it probably isn't going to fix anything. No, it's going to make it worse, as a matter of fact. Vote with your heart, not your head. How about that? That'd be good. You get your voice, uh, you, you vote on everything, you get your voice in there. You, look, you're going to enjoy your life much more if you're not constantly pissed off and constantly thinking you're getting screwed, you know? Yeah, it's tough, though. <laughs> it is I mean, tough, some, you're right. We must live with, like, a chip on our shoulders. Like, that's just yeah. the way it's, yeah. like, it is. It's like, Tevin and um, the, the Packers, like, I, yeah. like, I get it, man. I, <laughs> I get it, and uh, particularly with that <laughs> – I, I, um, I'm a softened a little bit to the Packers this year because a, a guy who I went to college with son is a, a tight end for the Packers this year oh, okay. and was a rookie and like had a good year. So I found myself sort of getting into this place where I didn't, I kind of liked watching the Packers and then I'm like, no, stop with that. <laughs> Get out of your head. I had uh, two former teammates in college that ended up playing for the Packers for quite a long time. And I was like, I hope that you guys personally play extremely well. You're able to you know, prove that you belong in the NFL, but I hope you lose every single game that you play. Well, it'll like, happen. But it's also, I do want to say Officer Dave reached out and I do walk back most of what I said because he is much bigger than I am. And so when he comes into studio today, I don't yes. want there to be any issues. So it's a big fella. Go There's no getting around. There's no question. He's a big fella. It's absolutely Smart true. Smart move. Yeah, what the hell? So what is in the news this morning? Everything's canceled. Good. Glad to hear it. This Everything's show? canceled because of the weather. Uh, we're going to be pushing 50 next week. So they were supposed to do the pond hockey the second oh, weekend of pond right. hockey this weekend. And it's they can't. So they had to cancel that. Um, it's, it's just crazy how stupid cold it was last weekend. And, like, the ice was was perfect for it and now it's not and uh winter carnival's kicking up right now and you know that's going to be as the week goes on that's going to get weirder too because they're like trying to do all these ice sculpting contests oh god oh god and and that's happened before in the last couple of years i remember we had a year uh, three four years back where it was warm and like the stuff just uh-huh. it melted all the municipal ice rinks that they worked so hard to get open over the last couple of weeks when it finally got cold again, a bunch of the local cities are having to rearrange their plans again and close them because mm-hmm. it's like all going to melt. So it's a weird year. Well, I was going to call climate expert John Kerry and ask him his opinion, but he's busy buying another jet that pollutes like a son of a bitch. I still love the fact that the he's head of drunk our- on ketchup. I just love that. I just, I'm going to tell you about the climate while I'm flying in my jet that pollutes the piss out of the air. Oh, okay. that is that is one of my favorite uh, hypocrisies, and it's, it's with the whole. I, I'm traveling around the country, make, uh, making a bunch of money on these speaking engagements yes. in my in my jet. But he's married to the ketchup lady, right? Like the ketchup family. Heinz, yeah. Yeah, okay. I believe that's true. I want to explain the ketchup joke just so. <laughs> yes, right. Yeah, that right. went over my head. So. Yeah, well, I thought I could tell. And I, I'm like, I said he's drunk on ketchup because he's. You know where he met her? Not uh, at a Burger King. No. <laughs> he met her at his wife's funeral. 
No. <laughs> no way. You could look it up if you want. Really? That's incredible. You could look it up. I'd say, God bless him, man. He was looking for love. I mean, the missus is dead. What's he supposed to do? Sounds right? like a scene from Wedding Crashers. Like, <laughs> exactly. That's exactly right. Like, what? Ah, what the hell? It'll all work out. Settle down. He wants to be happy. The missus is gone. It's time to look elsewhere, isn't it? Everybody yeah, moves I mean, differently. Once you've grieved a day or yeah. a half well, a day. One, well, he probably enough. did. I don't think they were stooping that night or anything. I don't. So he did, I think. Spent a day or two. I'm not I don't sure. Know what, I, I'm not going to say anymore. I don't know what the situation <laughs> You don't want to be involved in this? No, All I right. don't know what the situation was. Are you going to switch over? Is there another catch-up to switch over to? I don't even know. There uh, must be. Yeah, Hunts, but, isn't that a off-brand? Hunts. That's right, Hunts. Yeah. Yeah. Hunts I forgot about Hunts. Anything, listen, I'm sorry. I'm not a brand snob. No. But when it comes to, like, ketchup and mustard, and you can't go with the weird off-brand stuff. No, it's just, no. Nope. It's like the mac and cheese. You can't do it. It's just not going to be the same. I have a hard time with ketchup because it's too sweet for me. It's, the ketchup is way too sweet. Is there a brand that isn't that sweet? No, th there are some, but there's like jalapeno ketchup too, which is kind of turning into a thing. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. I, I like mustard and ketchup, but not. I don't. I don't slather it on there like most people do. I kind of put a little touch of it. If you had to only get one of the two for the rest of your life, would it be mustard or ketchup? Definitely mustard. Definitely. I agree. Yeah. Tevin? I would have, I would have went ketchup. Like, are ketchup. we just, because you can do more stuff with it, like your French fries, yeah. maybe a little hash brown action. See, I'm not, I'm just not a big ketchup guy to begin with. Like, even when no, I have like either. French fries, I'll just, mm. I'll just go, I, I don't, I don't. I'm trying to think of like a better term than what I'm gonna say, but I can't, so I'm just gonna say it. I'm just, I just go raw on the cat. I just go raw on the French fries, you know. Just, just. Yeah. I agree. I'm not a. I'm not a big. Uh, although if I am getting, if I'm going through the drive-through at McDonald's, I do like the mix of ketchup and mustard that they. I like the ratio that they put oh, on. Really? Their, oh, really? That's good. Burgers, yes. Um, mm -hmm. But if I was getting one at a restaurant or something, I'd go no ketchup. Yeah, I yeah. I agree with that. That works. That works pretty well. No question. Although steak sauce is tomato based, and I like that. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's weird. Tom, you're a complex man. You know, I was thinking that this morning when I woke up. You know, I'm so deep. Yeah, when a, you were doing your contemplative walk, and you were uh, like, yes, that was. It's a sophisticated palate, is what Tom has. Yes, sophisticated palate. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. The words I was thinking. There's no question about. It. Now we we're having fun with my walks because. I try to make eye contact with everybody, and uh, some people just hate it when you. Oh do my that. God! I know. I do the same thing. And I'm like, <laughs> we don't have to talk, but I'm at no. least get like a nod or something on yeah. you. Yeah. And then they're just like head straight down. I'm like, what? Do I look like I'm gonna rob you? What, what, I don't get it. Yeah, they just <laughs> some people do not want to engage, man. That's all there is to it. I, you're uh, you're right on that. That's for sure. Well, I think that they're being taught now in school public schools and college that uh, the, the world's all about you. And if you're not at the top of their, your game, it's somebody else's fault. And these people are falling for that crap. Yeah. You know, better than anyone else. Shut up and look I'm at I'm kind of thinking too, it has to do with our culture of staring into these things mm -hmm. all the time. Oh yeah. So when you actually like have to have eye contact with people, I think that makes them uncomfortable, but. I just found something out talking about telephones Catherine finally got fed up and I won't say who our provider was but my phone bill for my cell phone 
every month was $270. That's crazy. No. And she goes, no, 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 no more of this, whatever. So she goes and gets a hold of Mint Mobile because of Ryan Reynolds, I guess. I don't know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So we go over to Mint Mobile. Then I find out as soon as we signed up for Mint Mobile that uh, T-Mobile just bought them or are, are in the process of buying Mint Mobile. Did oh. you know that? No. Yeah, apparently they're selling Mint Mobile to T-Mobile. Uh, I'm here to save some money on the phone bill, man. It seems yep. like such a such a ridiculous expense. But then on the other hand, you're like, well, considering how much time everybody spends on the stupid things, I guess yeah. I, mean, I don't know. But two seventy, you know, you know how much my my Mint Mobile bill is every month? How much? Fifty dollars. Yep. yep. What up? There really? you go. Can That's... you use your old phone? Yep. Yeah. Or like I'm straight. My phone. I use Straight Talk and same thing. Yep. There like you go. 55 bucks a month, unlimited, all, everything. You know, we've talked about this want. before. i got to make some changes in life. Lots of, lots of them. But. Yeah, we do. Well, I do, too. For some reason, Jude, our dog, is knocking at the door. Can you hear that? Yep. Yeah. yeah. He's knocking at the door. So during the next break, I'll have to let him in. Okay. Well, settle down, you so little sad. baby. God, whether, whether it's my grandson... Ethan or the dog Jude, they're I I gotta be by you when you're doing the show, man. <laughs> All right, anything else to talk about, Pally? Nah, I got nothing. You guys have a good weekend. Thank All right, you. Chris. Thank you, sir. Bye. Always a pleasure. Channel 5's Chris Eggert brought to you by Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold. Call Josh today for your free 48-minute evaluation, 952-925-5608. We'll take a break, be right back. Jude will join the crew, although he'll be sleeping. Listen to how loud he's getting. Knock, knock, knock. Settle down. Anyway, we'll be right back right after this. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life. Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at $129, and don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by $75, too. This is for the entire month, so call them right now, 9520-RES, backward or forward, it spells the same, or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard name service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet Care. Hello, I'm Brad Huckle, President and Chief Lending Officer at North American Banking Company. And I'm Michael Bilski, CEO at North American Banking Company. As a locally owned and operated community bank, we work with many multi-generational businesses. Take Personal Care Dentistry of Roseville, for example. Dr. Walter Hunt, also known as Painless to me, has been a longtime customer of the bank since we opened the bank in 1998. When his son Kyle was ready to join the practice, they wanted to expand quickly. With their additional space and equipment, they now are able to see more patients each day while providing the same level of care and service. Okay, guys, I'll take it from here. If you run a family business or any kind of business for that matter, you should be banking with Brad and Mike over at North American Banking Company. Every time I deal with them or their team, I know I'm 
working with experienced professional bankers. So why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is Bob Sansevier, and I want to tell you about Dave Bialki from Bialki Law. Dave represented my wife, Mary, when she had a significant workplace injury. She was very happy with the job Dave did. If you have a work-related injury and have Dave represent you, I'm betting you'll be happy too. Dave is a down-to-earth guy. He grew up in northern Minnesota, rides a Harley, and worked various jobs doing concrete, electrical, plumbing, roofing, and carpentry work. Dave works for people with work-related injuries. If you work construction, or anywhere for that matter, and you're hurt or even just hurting, you should talk to Dave. Let's face it, our bodies wear out. If your body is worn out from work, if your knees are back or shoulders hurt from things you do at work, do what Mary did. Call Dave and talk to him about it at Bialki Law to set up a free initial consultation. The number to call is 763-571-2410. That's 763-571-2410. Or visit BialkiLaw.com. That's B-I-A-L-K-E Law.com. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. Listen live weekday mornings, 8 to 9.30, or anytime you like as a podcast on the Tom Bernard app at TomBernardShow.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Bob Sansevier Sports brought to you by Bialki Law Firm. Heard at work day, Bialki goes to work for you, taking care of your worker comp injury claims and denials. Call 763-571-2410 or go to B-I-A-L-K-E law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. Sandy now joining us, ladies and gentlemen. Sandy, what's up? Well, you've got a couple of football games this weekend and Wreck early. I don't care what else is going on in sports. That's what I'm looking forward to. <laughs> well, that's right. You know, basketball, yeah, AFC, hockey, none of that cares. stuff. The AFC and NFC championship games, I'm looking forward to them. And I also have decided that uh, and I have, I'm essentially become an athlete because I do consider power watching and, and a sport because it's endurance. Yes, yeah, sure. It takes a lot of concentration, and it's, it's, it's a lot to get through. I started watching yesterday Griselda and power watched all six episodes and Tom do that. Got to watch this. I heard it's great. Yeah. Sophia Vergara, you know, she's plays usually a ditzy role. She is phenomenal as is Griselda Blanco, who was, I mean, she was the Miami queen pin of drugs in the seventies. Ooh, the queen pin. I like queen pin. She, she was called the godmother. Yep. Cause there the, the go. godfather was kind of popular back then. It was indeed. So Griselda, it's on on what uh, what uh, network? It's on uh, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Boy, Netflix is buying and up everything. When you see her, it you it it's her voice, but they, whatever makeup they use, I think they wanted to give her a bigger nose or oh. something because it doesn't look. But there's you, it looks like her, but it doesn't look like her. If that makes sense. They tried to make her look. The other woman was kind of a rough looking, you know, <laughs> the original queen pin. <laughs> Or godmother. Well, during her youth, she was quite fetching. So the first photo that comes up is of a cherubic-looking woman who was not a cherub in any way. But AJ, pick if you call something up, can they see the photo? I could. Find yeah, Griselda Blanco's headshot. I'm guessing she was in her 50s or 60s when they took this thing. Hey, Tevin, did you know that Bob was the floor director now? 
Where are yeah, they? he's the uh, yeah, like wears multiple hats. He's a contributor. Well, it's, a sport too. It's, it's a sport to have because AJ is incredibly quick. I don't know if there's a producer. Oh, here we go. I appreciate that. Oh, AJ, you're the best in the business. He is. When Just when you fighting. need something. Mm -hmm. Bob, do you want like a? I, it looks like a <laughs> mug shot. I have like a mug shot there's of her. A, yeah. Yeah, there's like a mug shot where she's just all it's sort of tomato faced. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, that's tomato a, faced. No, I mean the, the woman was when her youth she was very attractive, and it's just a great story, is what I mm. want to say. I mean, I gotta I, bring I, something I up to what he's looking for. Well, you're looking while he's looking for that, Bob. I'm gonna bring this up. Yeah, I just realized if gr only grandchildren and animals uh, did the podcast downloads, this show would have a 100 share. <laughs> just before he got here, Jude was knocking on the door. He wanted to come in, so I had to let him in. Yesterday, yeah. of course, Ethan came over and sat on my lap for the last 10 minutes of the show. Nice. If, if grandkids and dogs, I, we'd have 100 share. The highest rated podcast in the world. Right. We, just all need, we need Ethan to start telling all his friends to start listening to the show because he has exactly. so much fun. <laughs> got all the two-year-olds. What do you got, like 100? You got 100 share and two-year-olds, I see. Yeah. That's pretty good. The buying power there is amazing because well, they got a lot of cash. I will say, when e watching Ethan grow, I love the thing that uh, that Andy and uh, you know his mom had that wheel where you'd see every month you could yeah. see you know his growth. It's uh, that's kind of a neat thing to have. I don't. They might have had it when my kids were growing up, but yeah, I, I don't think it's even a neat know. Thing to have. So here's that mugshot of Griselda. You're kidding but, me. <laughs> no, but I mean, what they tried to do, and she was beautiful in her youth. I mean, she was a nobody takes a good mugshot. Yeah. But she was stunning in her youth, and I think what they tried to do is make Sofia Vergara look as much as they could like her mm -hmm. as a younger woman. And here's Sofia in the a shot of her in the show. Oh, they did increase her nose size. You're right, Bob. Yep, they did. But she's still be I mean, she's still a beautiful woman. And my guess again is they didn't have to change how they look, but they probably wanted to get her to look like. Uh, uh, like Griselda Blanco did when she was younger, because mm -hmm. most of it took part when she would, mm -hmm. would have been in her 30s. Well, Griselda's has like uh, six chins. Is that how are you going to do that? Well, Tom, nobody takes a good mugshot. Uh, that's <laughs> true. Know? I've never had. I've never been in a mugshot. I've, I've never been arrested in my life. Actually, isn't that weird? As big a pain in the ass as I am, I should have been arrested. Don't you think? You know, it's funny. <laughs> it's a Hoboken. In many of the restaurants, there is the 17-year-old Frank's. Sinatra mugshot. A lot of the Italian <laughs> Oh yes, my barber is like a matter of fact. Proud to see that. Yeah, he had that too. My barber's the barbershop's called Goodfellas. Yeah, Got Frank Sinatra's mugshots in there, and along with every scene in the in the Godfather. I'll tell you that. <laughs> nice Italian boys good. cutting yeah. hair. Well, why not? That's a place sure. to go. Exactly. I love that Goodfellas for the. You know, it's got to. Uh, they're basically telling everyone other ethnicity stay away. We don't yeah, want pretty much. Business. Yeah, you're right. That's true. That's exactly what they're doing. So. There's no question about it, Sandy. Here's one yeah. more picture of uh, Griselda in what I think was like 30, like mid 30s. So like in, you, you can see. Yeah, they, that's better. Mm -hmm. yep. got it a little yeah, I mean, close. she was an attractive woman. The, you know, the the original Griselda, and but she was ruthless. Where and where was she? Miami. Miami. She okay. came out of Columbia and then okay. set up the, the network. I mean, she was actually she was brilliant in the way she did things. If it, if it's close to uh, uh, the truth, and I'm thinking it is because there's uh, her her youngest son, Griselda's youngest son, mm -hmm. um, and you may guess where he may have gotten his name from, Michael Corleone, 
Blanco. <laughs> <laughs> Gee, where did he that is, come he's from? He's suing uh, Sofia Vergara because I think she's one of the producers and who the other producers because they say they met with him and stole the story that he's writing the, on about his mom is her life story. So there's that. I mean, it, you know what? If you're putting out something on Netflix, it only helps people know, learn about it and want to watch it. But I, I think it's it's worth watching. One of my favorite stories, and I think I may have mentioned this to you before. I used to go to Detroit for Capitol Records. It was part of my territory to go to Detroit. As I said, I was the last honky ever to go into t- t- the Top Hat, which is a black club. And they were very nice to me, actually. They were shocked that I was in there, but they were shocked in a good way. It's like, okay, as long as you're going to leave in a little while, we'll take care of you. Don't worry about it, right? There was a street gang. Um, this would have been in the early 80s, so it was about 10 years after The Godfather. There was a street gang in that area by the Top Hat Bar in Detroit. And apparently they weren't paying attention because they named their their gang after the family. They were the Conley Only Gang. <laughs> Not Corleone. The no. Conley Only Gang was the name of their gang. <laughs> Not great. Sounds like a nursery rhyme. Yeah, right. <laughs> only, only down the street. Right. Yeah, you're right. Where you're can right. you buy some of their merch? The jacket, only, the shirt. only, only jackets. Yeah, that'll yeah. be good. There's no question about it. Bob, I have to ask you a question because we, yes. we only got about two more minutes to go. But uh, you were talking about, I will watch Griselda because of you, because I, I like her anyway. She's really terrific. Um, I do not like season five of Fargo. I just don't care for it. How far into it are you? Two episodes. Give it some time. I, I, uh, Bob, I can't listen to that accent. Well, that the accent, accent is so phony. Oh, it's just, it's way over the top. Oh, yeah, I don't know. And did <laughs> oh, you notice, it, it's, well, the husband, her, and Juno Temple's husband has it. Right. But so does the cop. It's mm-hmm. like the they gave it to the women, and I don't know what, Jennifer Jason Lee's accent is. It's like she watched a lot of uh, Catherine Hepburn <laughs> yeah. movies. Well, see? You know, that one is an odd one, whatever the thing she's got going there. Yeah, but no question about it. But I just, it, so far, I don't like it. Does it get better? Yes. Okay. And, uh, but All I also, right. a, a friend, Ed Cohen from Smart Start MN, told me about um, to watch Beef. Have you watched that? Beef is really good. I could Ali not, Wong, Ali Wong is phenomenal. Oh, they, both of them are terrific. Yep. But yep. I would have quit after two episodes, except Ed said, "Stick with it." Yeah, I, I well, could see it, that. Does it pick up the pace? He said, "Yep," and it did. I could see so that. So I enjoyed it. You know. All right, Yahanyat, get out and enjoy your weekend. All right, go. Uh, I don't really care who went to the Detroit San Francisco game because <laughs> I'm, I'm not rooting for either one, and which is rare. And, but I'm, I'm pulling for those Chiefs. I like Mahomes. All right. Works for All right. me. Thank you, Sam. Have a great weekend. Thank you, sir. Bob Sands for Sports brought to you by Bialki Law Firm. Heard at work. Dave Bialki goes to work for you, taking care of your workers' comp injury claims and denials. Call 763-571-2410 or go to Bialki, B-I-A-L-K-E, law.com. Tell them Bob and Tom sent you. We'll take a break. Be right back. Joe Hill shows at Laugh Camp. 8 o'clock on Friday, tonight, of course, and Saturday, tomorrow night, of course. Joe Hill will join us right up to this. 
You know the song Kokomo? It's supposed to be off the Florida Keys, right? Hate to break your Beach Boys bubble, but that's a fictitious place they made up for the song. Fortunately for the rest of us, the Florida Keys island chain are as real as the taxes you have to pay in Minnesota if you're a resident. Now that's a reason to move south. In addition to Florida and all of Monroe County being beautiful, the Keys from Key Largo to Key West are even more beautiful. This is Tom Bernard, part-time Florida resident myself. And if you want a second house or a new retirement home or want to become a Floridian, may I suggest you contact Matt Carlson from One Key West Realty. Matt grew up in Litchfield. He's a super real estate agent when it comes to finding your tropical island space in the Keys. He lives there and here, and Matt knows what's best in Key West to buy for your second home in Florida. Matt teamed up with fellow Minnesotan from Sartell and Alexandria, Kristen Eckland, who's one of the top mortgage brokers in the country from Coast to Coast Mortgage. She'll get you the financing you need to buy a home in Florida or in Minnesota. Matt's part of the Lake Sotheby's International Realty Group here in Minnesota, and Kristen, his mortgage colleague, lives and works in the Keys, so they both know the Florida Keys new and existing homes for sale and are Minnesotan through and through. Contact them by heading to onekeywest.com. That's onekeywest.com. Is that text you're sending so important that you missed your turn? Is that text you're sending so important that you ran the red light? Is that text you're sending so important you didn't see the ball coming onto the road or the child that followed? Hi, I'm Mike Bryant from Bradshaw and Bryant. When you take your eyes off the road for even four seconds, your vehicle travels 100 yards. That's the entire length of a football field. If you absolutely have to text, you need to pull off the road somewhere safe and do it from there. Texting and driving is against the law and can cause serious injury or even death to you and others. Now that is important. We hope you're never injured in a collision, but if you are, please contact us. Find Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury attorneys at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Going farther with Mike Bryant on your side, seeking justice for the injured. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you, Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. This is the Tom Bernard Podcast. We are back, ladies and gentlemen, and seated in the, the guest chair, the head chair, Joe Hill. What's happening? Look at him. Tommy, Look how you doing? It. How you doing? Not too bad. It's good to see you. How, did you bring your own headphones, or you have a stocking uh, cap on? Nah. Well, the orange, the orange thing on top yeah. is a little cultured beanie, I would say. <laughs> to brighten, it's a beanie. Okay. Brighten my my day, you know. Well, nothing wrong with that. There's yeah. no question about it. So, how's the comedy business? Everything good? Comedy business is good, man. You know, the last time I came here, I was I was on a call in, and uh, you said, you know. I'm gonna have you in studio, and it's ironic. Now you're home, and I'm in the studio. So, <laughs> yeah, this so is you this drove is me perfect. out of the studio. Yeah, that's what it was. <laughs> it was the pandemic too. It was about a year and a half ago. 
I want to say, well, we still oh, that pay. pandemic thing to this day, it's like, oh, God. Yeah. Another scam to make money. I know, day. right? I know. Whatever works, that's all I have to say. Joe is recording his second comedy special this weekend at Laugh Camp, so I want to hear about it. You're recording the special here in town. That's great. Yes. Um, great energy when I come here. And I was just talking to one of the producers here, Tev, and you were just saying how, like, you know, the more you come into town, those making those trips, your second and thirds, and you start to get those turnouts. So I, f I figured why not record here if the love is here, you know? No question about it. Not, I mean, none at all. So you're from the Bronx originally, correct? Yes, that's correct. Born and so raised. that's interesting. What's great about that is it's not, you're not going to do it in New York City. You're going to do it in Minneapolis-St. Paul, which was quite an honor, I think. Yeah. I mean, I've shot, I've shot something in New York, um, mm -hmm. but, you know, I feel like, you know, you got to go where you celebrate it also. You know, home is always going to be there, and I'm going to record something in the future in New York, but, yeah. Minneapolis is dope. I'm glad there's no snow right now too. That's the other. It's a plus. I feel like it's the, the, the pearly gates have opened, and I'm, I'm. They just come on in. It's warm outside right now. That's exactly me. it. So now, I gotta ask you this, Joe. I think I, I don't know if I asked you this before, but I probably did. Mm -hmm. So, are you a Yankee fan? Diehard. Yep, Bronx man. You can, yeah. I'm sorry. Not I was only gonna New say, York City. You have the voice of. You can be like. A, you could take Michael K's place. I'm. I'm be honest. You have that. Prominent Design. New York Yankee, you can call all the games. Like I would vote for you right now. Like put you. Let's take over. Yeah, like come on, come on over. How about if I could do this? Okay, that's strike three. What a horseshit swing that was. No, maybe not. Maybe I not would listen to room. the games if that's right? how they call them. To be honest with you, he's got the voice. He's got the voice of a, of a Bronx bomber. I'm telling you. I think, Joe, last time you were in, we talked about the fact that I was invited before they tore down the original Yankee Stadium. Right. And moved it a little bit, but I was invited to go into the Yankees locker room. Nice. Uh, just kind of hang out in there. And, you know, I'm a Twins fan, grew up in Minnesota, Twins fan, all the rest of it. But I'm living in 20th Street and 2nd Avenue at the time in New York, mm -hmm. invited to come in. And I'm standing in the locker room. And by coincidence, I didn't like, I was so overwhelmed kind of looking around. Mm -hmm. This is where all of these phenomenal players came. And that's the one thing that's too bad we've lost that now. Mm -hmm. Because that locker room goes all the way back to the beginning and the great, great oh, yeah. players, the Yankees. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I'm standing there, and all of a sudden I look down and I realize I'm standing in the footprints of Babe Ruth. Oh, wow. They painted him on the floor where he used to stand in front you of his locker. That? I was, just happened to be in front of his locker. But standing, even standing where Babe Ruth I mean, used to stand was overwhelming. <laughs> that's like, that's legend status, right? Oh, God, it's so great. So great. And, Joe, just one more Yankee story. But, look, I love I love the Yankees. If there's my second favorite team would be the Yankees. The I was going to say, if you said the Twins, I was about to say, you need to get out of here right now. The Twins, <laughs> they just started getting some, some, some good energy right now. But, yeah. But my favorite to this day is still when, when oh, God, Mickey Mantle. Oh, come on. That's the, a, that's the OG right there. I mean, yeah, no question. Maybe not the friendliest guy to, to, right. to fans. There's no question about right. that. I didn't get to see him play. Obviously, you know, I'm still, I'm, I'm, well, I'm only 39. But, you know, my OG is Derek Jeter, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah. I mean, Alex Rodriguez, until he 
mm-hmm. hit the first baseman's hand. And he was like, come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and like, like who taught you that move to hit the first baseman's hand? That, that is, we, are, we are not in the park. But, um, yeah, good stuff coming up in Yankees, you know, those days, you know, living in the Bronx and uh, being able to go to the games as a kid and as an adult. And I still, to this day, if I'm in town and they're playing, I'm definitely – I don't even need to buy like an expensive ticket. Just give me a ticket next to the bar and I'm good right now. I can just stand up and be good the whole time and watch the game. So, yo, I'm not kidding you. My very first Yankee game, I'm Mm -hmm. in the stands. I'm sitting on the third base side, about even with the third base bag. And I'm standing up cheering for the Yankees. They were playing Detroit at the time. Mm -hmm. And I'm cheering for the Yankees. All of a sudden, a guy behind me taps me on the shoulder and he goes, You're not from here, are you? I said, No, how'd you know that? And he goes, Take your wallet out of your back pocket. <laughs> said, okay, I get it. I understand what you're saying. You know, you he know, said, and, and I don't want to. I, I didn't want to switch it, but coming into town, you know, I could only think of your Vikings. You oh know, yeah, with the playoffs happening, and I'm like, you know, Cousins was playing good, but then he started playing like my nephew. You know? <laughs> yeah, I can you see go that. from cousin yes. to nephew, brother. What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, man, that all works out in the end. No, I, you know, that's the thing. that Sports right now, well, as Tevin's been pointing out the whole season, the Timberwolves are having a pretty good year. Yes, they are. The, I, I, I See, I grew up in North Minneapolis. We didn't even have ice in North Minneapolis. There were oh, no wow. hockey teams up there. You know, it was just it was not that kind of neighborhood. Y'all got the links too? The women? Yeah. They're yep. doing all yeah, right. Links, yeah, yeah, they the usually links do pretty well. I know they're not the same championship caliber right. that they were where they're winning. Yeah, when they have Maya Moore. Still, yeah, 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 but they're still good. Your Knicks out in New York, they've turned things around too. Jalen Brunson and calm down. I don't want to get too excited, you know. <laughs> I've had I've, I've I've had almost had a slip disc getting excited when they traded for OG recently. But you know, you know, still living in I'm I'm in the Bay now, so you know I don't root for the Warriors. I'm still a Knicks fan, uh, diehard Knicks, um, New York Giants. Um, but I was mm-hmm. actually trying to convert. I said, damn, should I go for the Raiders? And then they moved to Vegas. Right. And then it's the 49ers, but they don't even play in San Francisco. So they, they play in, what, Santa Clara? So it's like, yep. yeah. it's super yeah. far. It's pretty much San Jose. <laughs> but I'm like, if they lose, this is the perfect time to get in because you don't want to start rooting for a team right. when they win the championship because I don't want to be a bandwagon. So I'd rather them lose so I can root for the 49ers <laughs> moving forward. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it, that's a tough call because, like I said, I've lived in Chicago, New York, mm-hmm. lived in Florida, lived all over the place. But I, I just couldn't do it. I couldn't get away from my Twins and Vikings. I, I, We didn't have a professional basketball team when mm-hmm. I was younger. Well, when I was really young, we had the Lakers, but that, mm. I was in like six years old or something like that. But Classic Laker days, yeah. Yeah, there's no, no question about that. But, yeah, I'll never lose that. I'll always be a Twins fan. There's no question. I'll always be a Viking fan, and mm-hmm. it's not e- well. Twins fans, either. they won two World Series, so that works. Mm. You know, I wish so. your fans could see your background right now, Tom. For real, can they see you right now? We live. Yeah, yeah they can see me. Yeah, they can see. Because does is it me or he got one of them Zoom backgrounds? Like he's in the like he's in the teachers meeting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in the what? I said you have one of those one of those uploaded. You know, put any picture in the background. He looks like he's in a background. random conference center right now. No, I'm just so, looking down. My dog was knocking at the door before you got here. And I'm not kidding. He was literally knocking at the door. Click, 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 click. But, it, no, it's just a very – my son Andy designed this room. He laid it out and all the it looks mechanics comfy. and this and the, you know, all, all the stuff. You could call the Yankee games right from that room, right there. I'm telling you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please stand for the national anthem. There you go. Yes. 
It'll be fantastic. And Tom, get your wallet out of your back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> the greatest. So how's comedy going? Are people going to lighten up a little bit? Because now I see there are some people that have gotten a lot of, was it like misusing pronouns and things like that. People are actually getting fired for that now. And the problem I have with that, I give a rat's ass what you want. Just tell me what you want to be called, and then I'll right. call you that. That will be good. But, I mean, is comedy, are they that tight when you're up on stage listening to every word you say? They get very touchy about that, or are things getting getting better? I mean, it's it's comedy is subjective, one. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you're always going to get someone that doesn't like it, or you get people that love it. <laughs> right. um, I think the smart comedian knows how to tote the line of truth. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, we could use Dave as a perfect example a lot of times, mm -hmm. uh, whether it's his content around politics, you know, socialism, just class, just everything. So I just think it's it depends on what type of comic you are. But for me, you know, um, it's always good to tote that line a little bit. I mean, we're the only art form, I feel, or one of the art forms where we can get on stage, tell the truth, say something. And mm -hmm. it kind of reflects the mode or something that we can all relate to. So. Mm -hmm. You can't get upset at that, you know, when we're no, just kind of putting a mirror up to the audience, you know. Of course, there's ways to say things and, you know, you don't want to offend anybody, but it's all in comedy. If you keep it in that 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 perspective that we're just telling yeah. jokes, yep. it's comedy. I'm just hoping that if, look, Richard Pryor changed my life with his comedy. There mm. is no question that he no. did that. R.I.P. Richard Pryor, the GOAT. Would he get away with that these days, though? Hmm. That's a tough call. Probably would have been canceled a few times. It probably would have been. Probably Richard been. Pryor. Robin Maybe Harris. Robin Harris probably would have yeah. been canceled. Yeah, you know? probably true. So. Now, Joe, coming up on the rest of the uh, we got about you know 20, about 18 minutes left of the show. Mm -hmm. But I want to call in your expertise as a co-host. Let's do it. Because we're going to bring in a couple of other people. Uh, Kristen uh, Burt will join us, Timmy Lammers. It's about entertainment. Nice. So basically, if you could co-host that with us, I'd appreciate it. I would love to. This is why I'm here. Put me to work, Well, Tom. I know. I put you to, I'm putting <laughs> You know, I'm working work. tonight, but put me to work before I go to the hotel and crash, okay? But I, here's my job now. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Hill, shows at Laugh Camp. Uh, tonight and tomorrow night, 8 o'clock. Joe is recording his second comedy special this weekend at Laugh Camp. He's a Bronx native. Yeah, mm -hmm. we already talked about that. Yeah, oh, baby. Yeah. Five albums currently streaming digitally. He's been selected by multiple festivals, including the Harlem Comedy Festival, Oak City Comedy Festival, New York City Comedy Festival, and Baltimore Comedy Festival. Joe Hill with us now, switching gears, not only doing comedy, mm -hmm. but co-hosting the Tom Bernard podcast, The Morning Show, when Kristen Bird and Tim Lammers join us to talk entertainment right after this. Tom here, and I want to discuss a partnership that has been wonderful in my life, Zero Res Carpet Care. Very good friends of mine. Nothing is better to someone with a family than having a completely clean home. Your carpet is the biggest filter in your house. If you want to talk about pet dander or foot traffic, dirt from the outside, they all eventually reside in your carpet. So, Zero Res Carpet Care. Listen, around the holidays, you need to contact ZeroResMinnesota.com or call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. -E -E That's 952-Zero-Res. They clean your home with their electrolyzed pH elevated water that doesn't use chemicals or soaps that smell like a janitor's closet like other cleaning services. How about a Tom Bernard deal? 
Well, here it is. Get three rooms, zero resified, starting at 129 bucks. And don't forget your air ducts. Mention me, and they'll discount your air vents by 75 bucks too. This is for the entire month. So call them right now, 9520-RES, backward or forward, it spells the same. Or book online, zeroresminnesota.com. If it's available, ask for them to come to your place in the Tom Bernard named service truck. What an honor that was, by the way. Just mention me by name and get the special deal to get your home clean and your heart happy. Zero Res Carpet Care. Why should your business bank with North American Banking Company? Here's Landon and Gavin Miller of D&B Plating. I've always been impressed with their speed of answers to our questions, uh, and that has allowed us to expand and capitalize on opportunities in the market. North American Banking Company has never made us feel like a number. They've always treated us as a partner. For more information about North American Banking Company, go to nabanco.com or stop by any one of their Twin Cities locations. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Tom Bernard Show is proud to have partners like North American Banking Company, Bradshaw and Bryant, and attorney and advertiser Dave Bielke. I've been advertising on Tom Bernard shows for years. I like Tom, not just because he's a good guy, but because the ads I run on his show bring me new clients that are hurt at work and need legal help. Tommy B works for me. If you'd like to find out more about growing your business with The Tom Bernard Show, go to TomBernardShow.com, keyword partner. You're listening to The Tom Bernard Podcast. You are The Tom Bernard Podcast. However, today, ladies and gentlemen, Kristen Burt joins us and our host, Joe Hill, to interview Kristen Burt. Kristen Burt Entertainment News is brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Kristen, you ever met Joe? Joe, you ever met Kristen? No, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, Kristen. Can I call you Kay for short? You Just can K? call me Kay. You can call right, me KB. Okay. That's okay, usually I the, like uh, that. Yeah, okay. that's both work. K- KB3. Mm. Yeah, I'm KB2. <laughs> well, I thought it was three, you told me. No, I'm KB2. And Ken Barlow is KB3. Ken Barlow's KB3. My wife, Catherine Brandt. Not knock me down a notch. <laughs> I am not trying to knock you down a notch. I thought yeah, you I thought just you did. Told me. I, we all just heard it. <laughs> all right, I quit. I'm going to go back and work in general metalware. We'll get back there. That'll be good. So uh, I was just talking to Joe about uh, some different entertainment things and all the rest of it. Chris and I will, I will say this. I'm having a real hard time with season five of Fargo. I just don't care much for it. One of your listeners actually chimed in and said, the accents are fine. It's a Tom Bernard problem. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is a Tom Bernard problem. You're right. Nobody talked like that where I grew up. Not one person had that, oh, yeah, you know, I went downstairs the other day and he told me. Nobody talked like that. Well, they said they were from the Fargo area and they said people actually talk like that. But they do, not yes. So- yeah, that do. you can't understand it. So. I lived in Fargo. I worked at uh, KVOX in Fargo. Uh, you know, I, I, I had no problem. I thought Fargo was a wonderful town. But, you know, if the guy's going to stab me in the back, then screw you, buddy. That's all <laughs> I have to say. Well, I do think you're in the minority on season five for Fargo because... I understand yeah. that. Yeah. I thought what are you having f- trouble with? I, the accents. I just... The, Oh, the guy came down yesterday and told me. Oh, God, I hate that. What about the story? There's nothing to it so far. There's not much to the story so far in the first two. I've only seen two episodes. Okay. I mean, I'll keep watching it. I will, because I like everybody in it. I liked all the actors in it and all the rest of it. It's just when things go way over the top. It's like 
back in the day after The Godfather, all these movies came out with Italians. And all of a sudden, hey, let me tell you something. Let me talk. <laughs> That's not how they talk. Settle down. You know, I when you know, overdo I, the accent. I totally get it. Because I was like, not every New Englander speaks like a Kennedy. I get it. <laughs> no, that's exactly right. Hey, look, we got Joe Hill, we got Tevin here. So why don't I come and go, because there are two black men in America, they go, hey, what'd it be like, freaky deaky? Well, that's not what I, how <laughs> yeah, I that talk. Would be, yeah, right. yeah we, that's definitely not how we talk. <laughs> he goes, yeah, definitely don't do right? that, Tom. All right, so Kristen, uh, what do you want to talk to Joe about today? Anything coming up that Joe should know about? Well, I was going to actually talk about Madonna and her lawsuit. Okay. And the mess that she's kind of made. Uh, I think a lot of people know she's starting her concerts a, a little over two hours after they're scheduled to begin. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. 8.30. They're beginning at about 10.45. A couple of fans who were at the December 13th New York concert, they were the ones who brought forth the lawsuit. Now, there were reportedly audio issues for that particular concert, and she's saying there's no reason for a lawsuit and I am going to vigorously defend this. But what she's not revealing is that every single concert is starting over two hours late and people are getting yeah. pissed. Yeah. I had a friend who attended the Detroit concert and he said it did not start until 10.45 p.m. It was a Monday night. And for a lot of people, public transportation, finding a lift when they finally got out at 1 a.m., not that easy and it's causing also a lot of problems for the concert venues too because you know she gets fined she doesn't mind paying that fine because she Mm -hmm. can afford it but it causes a lot of staffing problems safety issues and uh, i saw one concert venue saying you know sometimes we do have to let some of our staff go because they take public transportation and they can't be taking it at 1 a.m right so we let them go then we have less staff as the entire arena which is a sold out arena exits making it less safe for absolutely Mm -hmm. everybody I mean, this sounds very familiar. Um, there's an artist that does the same thing. Her name is Lauren Hill. I was just going to say. Yeah. <laughs> right, Tim? She's, I was like, is, are they sisters? Like, they, this is too common. And I don't know what it is about Lauren Hill. I mean, she's a great artist over, the, over history, but she's always late. She's always having fans, and people still show up. So I don't, I don't know. I don't feel bad for Madonna right now because imagine me filming a special. Or filming or something, you know, having mm. a weekend sold out, and I show up an hour late. Ooh. Like, don't get me wrong. After a while, you like, all right, Joe, you need to get here on time. Like, right. you know. So I, I kind of agree. What you think, Ted? Yeah. Well, like I went to a Kevin Hart concert. He was here at the Target Center, mm-hmm. and he was like, the show started like an hour late, type of thing, and it was annoying. Like now, I'm because I'm here on time. Right now, I'm just sitting here watching an empty stage. As the whole stadium is filled, just waiting for you to get on, get here. Hoping he's gonna walk to the like, end. and I'm like, at this point, like, I don't even think you're that funny. I'm gonna leave now because I don't want to. Like, this is what, what are we doing here? Right. Start your show Did on time. Did he have a warm up? Because Madonna has no one, uh, no opening act. She don't oh, even have a warm up. What? Nothing. Is the sound oh. crew setting up at least? Do you see any action on stage? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone is literally they're just like twiddling their thumbs in no. their seats. And at some point, someone's going to rebel. And it's Imagine if it was standing only. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> gosh. You'd be like, bro, so I'm standing at that point. And we have to remember, people are paying so much money for concert tickets these days. Yes. This mm-hmm. isn't you know, $150 and you're out the door. People are paying thousands sometimes for these mm-hmm. seats. Does Beyonce or Taylor rude. Swift show up late? Just, just a question. Taylor Swift starts on time. 
Did and have- she's got Sabrina Carpenter opening for her. Right. And if you're, you know, Madonna, Lauren Hill, and you have to get, you know, your artistic process right. to get yourself into minds, that's fine. But just be honest with yourself and say, I'm really going to start this show at 10 o'clock so that we can all show up right. at 10 o'clock. We don't only need to be here at 8 o'clock. Like, it almost feels like more of a power thing. Like, I'm going to tell you guys yeah. to be here, and I'm just going to show up when right. I feel like Lauren Hill is ha- an habitual late stepper. Yes. She's habitually late to all her shows. It's <laughs> And like, not apologetic about it. Doesn't apologize. Whatsoever. And it makes me think, like, if you have Beyonce and Taylor Swift, who mm-hmm. were the two biggest acts out on the road last year, showing up on time, why can't you? I think mm-hmm. that's why they put them their concerts in the movie theaters now. Because <laughs> they like, you ain't got to come to the concert. <laughs> just pick a showtime and watch the show. Yeah. That's, that was probably it. But, yeah, it's just, it's unprofessional. Come on. Let's just be honest. Um, it is indeed. AJ, so. when... Uh, Oh, good. You do have Tim. I was just going to tell you, bring Tim up because there's nothing. We got Joe Hill hosting, Kristen Burt, and Tim Lammers. Now we got everybody. What, you wearing your Viking purple? Yeah, Look yeah. At you. I, I already have my hopes for next year. What Tim, I'm just, I'm just going to tell you this right hey, now, Kristen. Tim. I just landed, and I, I, I immediately felt bad because Cousins was playing so good. And then he got yeah. hurt, and he started playing like my nephew. Uh, <laughs> so I feel your pain, okay? Yeah, I, and, and, you know, the big question is, do they bring him back? I mean, is he going to get hurt again? I mean, who, you know, who knows? Do you Lady. start over? How, the, how many starting overs have the Vikings had? So I, I just want to win and forget about it. So, But anyway, nice to meet you, Joe. Hello Pleasure, again, Tim. Kristen. And, yeah, I heard you talking about the Fargo season five there, Tom. Oh, you yeah. You know. Matter of fact, let me do this, okay? Tim Lammers brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers. See, I can't even do the accent. You That's sound the like problem. You leprechaun, Tom. I, I sound more Irish than I do, whatever that is. Bradshaw and Bryant, personal injury lawyers seeking justice for the injured. Contact Bradshaw and Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Timmy Lammers brought to you by Bradshaw and Bryant. Kristen Burt with us, Joe Hill. He's got a show coming up tonight at 8 o'clock, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock at Laugh Camp. We're loaded for bear for the last 10 minutes of this show. That's all I'm saying. Terrific, terrific. Well, just quickly about Fargo Season 5, the husband of Juno Temple, the woman who's kidnapped at the beginning, is actually from New Ulm. So Mm. apparently he coached the folks to have the accent. Oh, he did? And I was like, come on, dude, you're from New Ulm. Aren't you even laying it on a little too thick? It's annoying. It's a very annoying accent. I don't know. I mean, I just skip it. Yeah. I I personally like season five. It reminds me a lot of the original movie. And Mm -hmm. and, and I like it. And I like John Hamm a lot. Boy, is he a monstrous prick in that show. I love him. He's he's one of my favorite actors. Okay, wait a second, Kristen. You're going to have to. And don't lie to me. In, se- in episode two, when he gets out of that hot tub and shows you his butt, did you go over the top <laughs> of the deep end? Do we really want to talk about John Hamm? <laughs> <laughs> do you guys know? Do you guys know that John Hamm's anaconda is like a hot topping talking point? What? His anaconda. Yes. No. He doesn't wear underwear. So oftentimes it was an issue on Mad Men that wardrobe would have to find ways to cover it because it would hmm. be obvious in the pants. Wait. You just called his wiener an anaconda, really? I, 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 it's called Conham's anaconda. It's a, like a trending <laughs> okay. social media he just, thing. He just shows I, up. I, 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 I was going to say you had a pet snake. I didn't no, know. No, literally. I was like, you, you guys went here. I'm going, I'm just going to. So every time I've had to interview him or see him, 
on a red carpet. It's so hard not to go. Is he wearing underwear oh, today? Oh well. Yeah. Why? Why are we breezing over the fact? Because it's become that, a thing. Why are we breezing over this? It's not normal that he's not wearing underwear, right? Like, no, why is no. this just no. accepted? Yeah. And to be wardrobe and know that your star is not wearing underwear, that's a, there's a lot of delicate yeah. things when you're doing fittings and mm -hmm. yeah. you've got to be very careful in terms of all of that. I don't know if he wears underwear for fittings. Maybe he does, but. The only person I know that doesn't wear underwears in my house is my three-year-old. And, that, and that's, <laughs> <laughs> he's the only acceptable one. So I can't imagine a grown man not wearing underwear. Just, yeah. okay. Okay. And if you guys Google it, I'm just going to let you, at, you know, at your own uh, risk, but understand that a lot of the paparazzi will zoom in on his crotch area because this is a very well-known thing. I don't I mean, want to speak for everybody on the show, but I will not be Googling John Ham's <laughs> anaconda. No, right. No. no. <laughs> do, you do it on your work computers, people. Oh. <laughs> well, do not have HR about, you. yeah, talking about uh, underwear or the lack thereof. You know, the nominations came out this week, and, and Kristen and I touched base on Facebook. She wrote a, a piece, a great piece, if you get a chance to read it, about Barbie uh, not getting uh, director and picture nomination. Uh, no, best picture she did. Uh, best director and best actress for Margot Robbie and, and director for Greta Gerwig. Uh, I thought, okay, is Poor Things really worth all of the Oscar love? 11 nominations, the second most after Oppenheimer. Now... Has anybody seen Poor Things? Kristen, have you seen it? I have not. Oh, boy. No. It is. It's, it, it's debauchery. It's, it's depraved lunacy. I mean, Emma Stone, what is she doing to her career? Talk about the lack of undergarments <laughs> in this picture. She goes all out. Is John Hamm in this? No, not John Hamm. <laughs> <laughs> Just There's Emma Stone. Emma Stone, who was nominated for Best actress and Yorgos Lanthimos was nominated for best director nominated for best picture uh basically what it is it's a victorian era frankenstein tale where emma stone plays this woman uh she's dead uh reanimated um with the brain of a baby mm, implanted what? in her head yeah okay this okay. is and, and there's even more that i think i'll go down spoiler territory yeah, if i, I tell seen you more this. Okay, so at first she behaves like a, a, a toddler, right? But she, her brain is rapidly developing, and then it gets to the point where she's a woman and she's going through this sexual awakening. And that's when she meets uh, the lawyer of her creator. The creator is played by Willem Dafoe, who looks like, more like Frankenstein than Dr. Frankenstein. He's okay. all scarred up, subject of experiments himself. Uh, and then so Mark Ruffalo is his uh, lawyer. Uh, Emma Stone's Bella Baxter runs off with Mark Ruffalo and on this worldwide sex romp where it is about as explicit of sex scenes as you're going to get on screen all year. And it's like, why are you doing this? Why? Emma Stone is to the point in her career where she doesn't need to bear anything. Apparently, she's behind the material. She's a producer on the film. But the big question is why? It is such of a bizarre movie. Uh, it sounds like a lot. <laughs> it, it, it's, oh my god! Are right? Like I need a beer or a cocktail to watching this movie. Uh, Beyond, some... yeah, that's oh. got some really weird scenes. And and honestly, I'm glad that wasn't nominated for anything because that there are a couple scenes in that movie that are just downright sick. 
Did yeah, you so see Saltburn? The bathtubs are. Well, the bathtub and the grave scene. There's a grave scene yeah. at the end where it's like, what in the living hell is going on here? No spoilers, it's just, but it's bad. <laughs> it is really bad. And it's like Hollywood is embracing all this weird ass stuff, which mm -hmm. is just baffling to me. Why? I mean, now, now look, poor things. It's set in the Victorian area. It has has a um, a steampunk sort of feel, which is really cool. I love the production design and the costumes and the cinematography, all just top notch stuff. But the subject matter is so bizarre. Basically, it's Frankenstein's corpse or Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster. But instead of bread, you know, cigar good. <laughs> It goes far beyond that, where the where Bella Baxter, the reanimated corpse played by Emma Stone, is a, a sex pot who is will go to any length to get satisfied. I guess you could say, and it's just a bizarre movie. I just don't I don't understand all the Oscar love. And and you look at it and you say, okay, why is it that Emma Stone was worthy of a nomination and 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 Margot Robbie wasn't? You know, it's that sort of movie where you say. Really? Same with Anatomy of a Fall. I, I just watched that as well. And, you know, is the actress in their uh, better, best actress material over Margot Robbie? I don't think so. So who knows? Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Timmy Lammers brought to you by Brad John Bryant, personal injury lawyer seeking justice for the injured. Contact Brad John Bryant at minnesotapersonalinjury.com. Tim Lammers sponsored by Brad John Bryant, personal injury lawyers. Kristen Bird Entertainment News brought to you by North American Banking Company. Go to nabanco.com to learn more. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. So thank you both. Brilliant report from both of you this morning. Thank you. And Joe Hill tonight at 8 o'clock, tomorrow night at 8 o'clock at Laugh Camp. Yes. Joe's also right. recording his second comedy special this weekend at Laugh Camp. Looking forward to that. Joe, always great to see you. Kristen, Tim, Tevin, AJ. It's like this show took two minutes to do. It was that. It just flew by. <laughs> it was breezy. You know what I'm saying? It was a breezy. <laughs> was indeed. So have a good day. The family show is coming in about 15 minutes. Thank you. See ya.